We want better schools. We want them now. Stand in our way, and you'll catch these eight black hands with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. Join us now for an hour or more of talk on education and culture. Yo, we are live with another eight black hands episode. The rest of the hands will be here. It's just that's just how we've been getting down lately. It is what it is. But uh, we got a very, very special guest. And before we get to that person, uh, how you doing, Chris? I'm doing excellent, man. I'm blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. Happy to be here. And glad to see this brother from Oakland who's doing so much good work in the world. Dirk. Heads up, man. You do. You, you, you're the Energizer Bunny. You do a lot. You're everywhere, man. So we appreciate you. I appreciate both of you brothers, man. Well, you know, it's funny because I, I used to mess with Dirk and Dr. Stanley about doing a show, doing a podcast. I ain't going to do it. I don't want to do it. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Brother comes on, does a show. First one, bam, 10,000 people. Okay, Dirk, I got you. 10,000 views. That's what's up, right? So good job. Um, real quick before we go into the article that brought you on, can you tell us a little bit about your show and what y'all are focused on? Because I know y'all been making some headway. Yeah, there's 15 million kids who cannot get online right now and we're in distance learning. Um, and they're the same 15 million kids who haven't been online before. Um, so all the challenges that we face historically are just being amplified and thrown on the on the front burner right now and access denied. So we're fighting to make sure that every kid who needs it can get online with broadband speed, has a device and get and their family gets technical support that actually helps them get there. That's what Internet for All means. That's what we're fighting for. Uh, uh, an equitable and durable infrastructure for every kid after this pandemic so that everyone has an opportunity to be online. That's what's up, man. What's up, Ray? What's happening, baby? Thanks for uh, much, bringing us on. I appreciate you. It's all, all good. It's all, all good. Right. So, so one of the things, so you went viral in Oakland, Dirk, like we have a new, uh, there's a new organization that's out that's publishing articles and doing work, uh, Oakland side, and they just happened to do an article and you took, uh, some issue with it and y'all have a friendly relationship, but you took issue on this particular one and, uh, you proceeded to, uh, light your screen on fire. Uh, what, what, tell us what happened and what you talked about. You know, if, if you've been in this game for a while, you see a certain set of reporting that happens around charters that sounds a lot different than the way it happens with other schools. Um, they put an article out basically talking about how charters were ciphering, siphoning students from the district. Um, and we never talk about that language, siphoning. Like when I think of siphoning, I think of some dude sucking gas out of somebody's tank on a on a rubber hose, stealing from them. Um, I don't think about parents making the best choice for their kids. Mm -hmm. um, in Oakland, what we have is a failed system that's failed kids for decades and decades and probably centuries. Certain kids, you know, 18% of black kids read on grade level, 72% of white kids read on grade level in Oakland. Um, that's the system we're in. So to say that somehow those kids, when they leave, they're being siphoned. And it doesn't mention the private school kids. They never talk about when kids go to St. Paul's or O'Dowd or all these private schools that those kids are siphoned. Or for the roughly the same amount of kids that go to the charters are kids that are not in the district or not in charters um, for the school age population. About 12,000 kids who aren't in either. And we don't know where they are whether they're pushed out, whether they're going into private schools, whether they're in adjoining districts, and we never say they're siphoned. It only seems like charter kids are the ones that are siphoned, that their parents can't make a decision. Their parents are somehow duped um, and siphoned rather than just making the best choice for their kid. And we have a failed system here. Like, I wonder how many Oakland side editors send their kids to these schools where 2% of kids read on grade level, mm -hmm. uh, where you don't have an eighth grade math or science teacher and you don't have a sixth grade math teacher um, and now you're expected to take algebra in a year. Like, that's the reality of what we're facing in Oakland. Mm -hmm. And we pretend that things are good here. 
And Charles, again, you were a part of this. You lived through this system. Like, right. And I know your brother, I believe your brother sends his kid to a charter school. Like, is he siphoned? Do right. they own us? How, does the district have a uterus? Because if it doesn't have a uterus, Whoa. it don't have no kids. Okay, see, this is a new t-shirt. <laughs> does your district have a uterus? Does your district Whoa. have a uterus? Yeah. Boom. Good and night, you folks. 50 kids. There 50 you go. Kids. You know what? You know what? Parents have kids. Schools don't have kids. Do it, Dirk. Make that happen. Make that happen. Hey, Amen. Uh, I, I, miss, wow. I miss y'all. I miss y'all. I miss y'all crazy people. Hey, well, Sharif. Back, Big Reef. <laughs> Sharif. And, and Sharif, you are getting a lot of love, Sharif. So, I uh, mean, I know we only got uh, Dirk for a little while, but I, I do want to, you know, just welcome you back officially, man. And uh, you're getting a lot of love and, you know, folks are, uh, you know, so go ahead and wave to the people. They've been worried about you, man. No, I appreciate everybody's support. Thank you. And um, yeah, it's great to be back. Great to be back. But uh, yeah, man. So, so, so y'all, so listen, when Dirk put out this article, it felt like it was three years ago when we used to write stuff and it would, the city would just be on fire after we wrote some stuff. Right. And like, you know, I remember when me and Dirk didn't know each other as well, but we was both putting out a bunch of articles. It had that kind of energy. And Dirk put the pressure on and he he made those lines. He said that uterus thing, whatever. And I saw Oakland side reach out publicly, which I got to give him credit for, because most of the times these publications don't do that. So what happened? They What, what did they reach out for you, to you to say? Yeah, they said that the editorial room had a discussion about that siphon language um, and then that was an issue. Um, and they really had to kind of revisit some of these pieces around there, looking at the way they were looking at charters. And I'll say also within the piece, I, I gave them a history lesson on charters here in Oakland. Like they kind of put out this piece around charters were started as competition for the district. No, charters were started by the community here. Mm-hmm. Um, the first charter school was Oakland Charter Academy, which is bilingual parents who are not getting served by the district. The second was Civic Corps, which is overage undercredited kids from East Bay Conservation Corps that were not getting served by the district. The third was American Indian Charter School. Again, started with American Indian Child Resource Center, not some crazy right wing something or something, the community. The fourth was at West Oakland Community School. Started from black folks from the West. The next set was a set from Oakland community organizations. They set up seven charters they put forward together. That's one of the oldest faith-based organizations in Oakland. So this was not some right-wing conspiracy. This was community seeing a system where 3% of black kids in the cohort could even apply to the University of California in the late 90s. 3%. 1.7% of black boys could apply to the University of California. They took the class. All it takes is passing a set of classes. Just by random chance, if you just roll three dice, you're going to get three kids that can do that. And you can't get a system with thousands, tens of thousands of black kids and 1.7% of black boys can even apply to the University of California. That's just ridiculous. It's a system designed for failure. You know what, Dirk? You know I'm normally the amped up person, and you normally calming me down. I when y'all get Dirk pissed off, it's a problem. You do not want this smoke. That man started writing, Dirk. I know we don't have you for very long. Thank you for taking this time with us. What is it that you want to leave uh, with the people that's listening? Uh, and you will be our jump off point for the rest of our conversation. So you know, keep us fired up, man. What do you want to say? Yo, we gotta fight for these kids. Um, I know everyone here is right there doing that on the ground. Um, but there's a whole system that still even frame this in a way that makes it sound like our parents are stealing something from the <laughs> system and make our parents feel like they're doing something wrong um, and make our parents ashamed to fight for what every other family in Oakland is doing and is proud of doing that when they go to a private school. But our, our, our families feel like they're supposed to be they're They're siphoning their students from a system that never served them. So that my thing is like, I I got allegiance if you serve me. I have no allegiance if you've never served me. And if you prove you can serve me, we'll, we'll, we'll roll with you. But they haven't. And, and even the way that it's written up to make our parents, like 
to feel like they're doing something wrong. They're taking away from the public school system that has never served them. Like, that's the shit that just trips me up. Like, I'm like, our parents, and I, I talk to parents, there are, there are charter parents that are ashamed of being charter parents um, because they've heard all this about what they're doing to the system. And it's like, there's nobody who send their kid to private school who's ashamed of that. They're like, yeah, I send my kid to blah, 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 blah. O'Dowd, St. Paul's. And God bless you, you did the right for your kid. But why are we ashamed? And why does the media make us feel like we should be ashamed of that? So that's that's my thing. I love y'all. I got to bust out. I got my God kids here. Um, so hey, Dirk. I appreciate you. I, I want to see y'all like live. Dirk, just tell the people where they can find you at, Dirk. Where can people find you? And you're uh, right. Gratefulvoices.org. Um, Dirk Tillotson on Twitter. Um, but appreciate y'all for just holding it down. Like, I love the show. Um, and I love what you guys are doing. So thank you. Love you, man. Go go be with your family. Thank Thanks. you so much, Dirk. Thanks, Dirk. All right, fellas. So now that it's it's, it's back to us, and uh, what did y'all feel, Dirk? First off, if you know Dirk, Dirk is not a very uh, animated guy. So mm-hmm. uh, let's start. He with gave you. it to him. He gave it to you, though. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. What was your takeaway from what Dirk was saying? I mean, what else can I say? He did it. He took it to the hole. <laughs> he took it to the hole, did a 360, dropped it in there, and then walked off and smoked a cigarette. Um, I, <laughs> I think to do, like, listen, this this idea that our parents have been shamed for the options is like some reverse, uh, it's some reverse Jedi mind trick stuff. Like, first of all, we're going to redline you into some of the worst circumstances and worst of schools. And then we're going to crowd you all in there. And then we're going to have people come and make money off of not educating you and serving you. And then if you try to escape, like jump ship and go anywhere else or whatnot, then we're going to shame you. We're going to shame you like, Oh my God. Like how, what about the kids you left behind? (laughs) What about them? Right? Like, you know, why would you be so selfish as a parent, man, that's just, and you know what? Like, listen, it works. Yeah. It works. He's tr- he's right. Like I've done focus groups with parents before who don't like to tell people that their kids are in a charter school and that they made that decision. And it's because they don't want to be shamed. Um, and we need to develop parents that have a little bit. It, we need black belt parents. Mm. We need parents to tell people like, if you don't get out, out my grill right now, I'm going to slap you on all sides of your head. That's what we need in terms of parents uh, instead of parents who back up so, 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 so easily on a charter thing. But anyways, that's what all I got, man. We man. took it through all. Yeah. Hey, 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 Charles, Charles, jump right in there, bro. Because uh, you, you, uh, you have made mention about this before about, um, about teachers that uh, teachers that are not proud of uh, of working at charter schools but still collect paychecks. Oh yeah, I, I, I've that. definitely given that talk before. Definitely so basically, I, yeah, I went and talked at a charter network, and like these are there. What I've noticed just in doing this work is that when you're in a group, right, and they'll say, "All the educators, raise your hand," right, and then they raise their hand because they know they're about to get love, and then you can ask that same group where 60% of them are charter teachers. Like, okay, if you work at a charter school, raise your hand, and then they're gonna hide it, right? It's like, but they ain't hiding it when the check come. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so my thing was, listen, here's the here's why I have an issue with that term siphoning. And then the question that you just asked me, Ray, is because unlike traditional schools, nobody is forcing you to go to a charter school like out of out of all those schools and all those kids in there. Nobody has forced you the same way. Nobody has forced you to go to a private school the same way, the same way. Nobody forces you to get a private uh, tutor or any of those things. Right. And so. And, and that that line just goes for people that decide to work in those systems. If you're going to be ashamed, I don't want you teaching my kids or people that I love, because if you can't stand next to them in those moments, then what the hell are you doing in that classroom? What are you doing when they numbers come back? Like, I don't you doing harm in my book. So I have some other thoughts just broadly about what Dirk was saying. But since you asked that specific question, Ray, I wanted to answer it. And I and, and if, if you carry, carry, yeah. carry it. Well, I think what I was going to say is the reason why this is the real reason. Let's have a real honest conversation. The real reason why people are trying to control charter parents is because they think you stupid. That's simply what it comes down to. Nobody questions when people send their kids to private schools, even if they spend a last dollar to send their kids to private schools, which a lot of us do. Right. Nobody is saying that when you send your kid to uh, uh, um, 
to a magnet school. Nobody is saying that when you send your kid to a school right outside the district or whatever the case is, it is because of who the demographic of parent tends to be in some of these charter schools. They feel like you dumb. And we have people on this show, I'm not going to bust out folks, right, that have talked to some of these enemies and those enemies have said it flat out. Well, I can make that decision because I'm educated and they not. Exactly. And and, and that's the issue. I don't give a let me just be very clear. I don't care if you send your kid to a charter school or not. What don't you give, Charles? You don't give a what? Come on. I don't 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 give a a fuck. There you go. I don't because here's the thing because it's your child. You got to live with the consequences. That's right. I did research where all those kids went to traditional schools and they got kicked out. They got pushed out. All the stuff you blame charters for doing, I promise you, it all happens in traditional schools. And guess what? Our kids die when we get pushed out of those systems, man. But if you're going to hold that same type of mirror up for these charter schools, do it for your traditional schools. Do it. If you're going to talk about segregation, please talk about magnet schools. Please talk. Magnet schools are the hardest joints to get in anywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm going to leave it there because I'm getting a little excited, man. But it's because it's, it comes down to you think that charter parents are dumb. When you say they go there because of billionaires, do you think that a billionaire called that charter parent and said, send your kid here, I got money for you? Do you think that these people get money to send their kids there? Like, what, what is it? Because y'all keep making these dumbass surface level arguments and you don't go too deep, two steps deeper than that. Mm-hmm. So tell me what your real issue is. I'm done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did a lot, bro. Yo, so, so, <laughs> yeah, you definitely did a lot. Yeah, so, so, but, mm. but to build, to build on that point, man, about, about, uh, just not having appreciation for, for parents, man. I, I think, I think we can go a little bit deeper with that because, I mean, you know, we talked before about just like the competitiveness of, of, of being in education. And so, right now is a prime time for district schools to say, you know what, we got the best product to try to get back some of those students that they're losing to charter school, right? Because like, you know, you, you can't just look at it like, I right, well, you know, we're the only, we're a monopoly. It's no longer a monopoly anymore. It's the best product for kids. And so if you have a district school that has failed a generation of families, generations of families, like my grandma can't read, my mama can't read, then you think that mama is going to send her kid back to your school until you get it right? You out your goddamn mind. Like, I'm not I'm not, I'm not letting my kid be a test dummy or experiment on my kid because you can't get it right for, for uh, tens and, 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 and of years or whatever. Man, I ain't got time like that to waste, man. We're trying to break generational poverty uh, cycles, man. We're trying to get these kids educated to where they can read, uh, pick up a trade or do something different than what they have been doing for the, for the, for the last uh 50, 60 years post-Brown. And so, you know, fellas, where you at? Reef, where you at with your energy, baby? Look, man, I I mean, what Dirk said was so, you know, even though it's Oakland, you see some of the same stuff in, you know, across the country and particularly in Philly. And I I guess, you know, I agree with everything that y'all said. And the issue I want to bring up is just the irresponsibility of, uh, what, what was it called? Oakland. What What's the, the paper or the publication? O- Oakland side. And, and, yeah. and they've been, and I would, like I said, I give them props cause they've reached out and they're starting to reach out more, but Oakland side, it's a newer publication out there. Yeah. So I, I just want to like touch on that, like on, from a Philly perspective, right? So we have, we have group who do, who do good work a lot of the times, but then they, they're biased against anybody, any particularly black and brown parents. Cause that's who, choose charter schools, um, you know, at significant numbers, they have such a bias. And then while they think it's against charters, it's really against black parents. <laughs> it's really the bias, you know, while they say, oh, my bias is against charters or I don't like charter. When you dig deeper, the bias is against black parents having the audacity to say, I want to do something different. Like, I don't, I don't want you to tell me what to do. I'll, I'll do what I want. That one, that, that audacious, uh, you know, Negro uh, parent is it bothers some people who are in positions of power and influence. And I, I'll give you an example. So we, we have a, a research group out here um, and they just published something not too long ago where they said that the district, the reason why the district doesn't have uh, more black teachers is because of charters. <laughs> Right. And I'm just and I'm like and I'm reading. I'm like, what? Why exactly? What about charter stop you from hiring black, black and brown uh, teachers? They're like, because you're basically you're siphoning and you're leaving stranded costs. Right. Like that's that. And I'm just like, 
you are a nationally recognized research firm, and that's the best you can come up with that that a district that's in a state with 96 percent white white teachers that's in a, a, a state, a city that went from 40 percent black teachers down to 24. And you're going to say that that's charters. They did. A, you know, there's another group who did some um, some work before and they they looked at charters, but they didn't look at any neighborhood charters. And so they published this and they had these headlines and all of this. And, oh, this is their experience of black folks or here's the amount of black teachers. And then you look, you look at the schools, you're like, yo, you you left out a whole lot of turnaround schools, renaissance schools, neighborhood schools that would have changed the data. You purposely did not put that out there. Right. And you see that continuously continues. And it, it'll be newspapers or research firms. That will, they'll say one thing, but they're by And I guarantee you, just like you all said, not a single one of the people who write this stuff, who publicize it, will put their child in some of the schools that my grandparents didn't put my parents in and wouldn't put them in the schools that my parents wouldn't put us in. Like it's it's an ongoing cycle. But that bias is not against the charters because we, we've all seen when the charter has is unionized. Ain't nobody got no beef. Mm. Ain't nobody got no beef with it. They don't care who go there then. Black <laughs> folks, like everybody, oh yeah, siphon on out. Like, oh, you suck that hose. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care too. Hey, Damn, hey, what Breezy, is wrong tonight? Welcome <laughs> <laughs> back, Reef. Uh, he said, suck the hose. <laughs> they don't care then, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Y'all killing me. What's your, I mean, Ray, what's your thoughts, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you want me to come out to suck the hose? <laughs> Does your district have a womb? We didn't suck the hose. <laughs> <laughs> It goes back. Hey, Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Talk about man. In terms of well, actually, 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 though, Vashon, uh, uh, Dr. Smith, man, Smitty, AOS podcast put up something real, real big in terms of uh, what we were talking about earlier. He says that uh, five, uh, five homeschool kids. Um, are now students in his district based off of just outreach or whatever, man. So, like, if you're really playing to win, hey, this guy right here is giving you the blueprint on on how to win. So, if you're a district leader, uh, a superintendent in a district or whatever, like, right now is your time. Uh, you know, we talked earlier about homeschool, home, uh, black homeschool kids. Uh, the population of black homeschool kids has been growing for the past five to ten years. So, now it's time to go back and, and say, hey, parents, this is what we could do for you as a district. This is what we could do for you as a charter school or whatever, because, you know, that's untapped resources uh, for a school right there. So get these kids back. This, this is what I want people to understand, because, again, most people are civilians, right? Like to education stuff. They don't work in the system. All right. Here's the thing. I don't care about a charter school. I don't care about a traditional school. A magnet. I don't care what I'm saying. This is what we're saying. If a system has not served you well for decades, OK, decades, generations after generations. Now, I might want to send my kid to Lafayette because such and such parents were there and they parents went there. I'm in love with your tradition. I'm not in love with what the product that you've given. You know what I'm saying? The point that I'm making is I'm going to support black parents or brown parents or whomever to do whatever they want to do with their child and then be ready to fight like hell wherever you go. None of this stuff is perfect. And again, we have schools in Oakland where 2% of kids are on reading level, all right? The other point that he made, I went to Emory High. Emory High is not in Oakland. It's on the border. Emory all has and does have about 50% or more of those folks that actually live in Oakland but go to school at Emory High. But here's the thing, right? Nobody says that that school is siphoning off students. I was registered at Oakland Tech. That's where I was supposed to go. Many of the kids at Emory were supposed to go to McClymonds, and we went to Emory. But because that school is unionized, because those teachers are unionized, right, there's not an issue. Here's the question you should be asking. Why, if charters are the cancer that these people said they are, why is it that they no longer a cancer when they buy into being unionized with the rest of these schools? Mm-hmm. Cancer cured. Did you got the? Do you got the cure for cancer? What I'm yep. hearing is that the mm-hmm. union got the cure for cancer, right? They do. Again, mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, I don't care what you do with your child. You do what's best for you and for your family. The point that we're taking that we're really upset about is. 
the only parents that get attacked for this stuff are charter parents. We're not attacking parents. We not. A, we got so many people that send their kids into Oakland to go to private schools because we got some of the best private schools in the country. We ain't saying nothing. We got a whole bunch of these people that's banging their fists and bumping their gums, but they send their kids to private schools and they ain't getting no smoke. You know what I'm saying? But you want to gang up on the Latino mom that don't speak English? That built that school and that community? You want to gang up on the black mom that got kids in traditional and in a charter because that's what's best for her family? Man, mm-hmm. shut up, man. Shut up. Shut up. See, there you go. That's Yo, the message right it. there. I, I feel it, and I feel that energy, bro. I mean, like, what you're saying is, it's perfect in this, in this instance. And, and, like, I like how it broke down to to parent to lay parents exactly what they can do and like what the possibilities are for them, man. So thanks for that. I appreciate you adding that. Breezy, yeah. jump in here, man. You've been quiet. Man, I just like I'm loving what y'all are doing with it. Yeah, I love what y'all are doing with it, man. I think you know what it makes for me is it makes me want to have a list and be able to share with y'all the list of every everybody I hate. Um, um <laughs> that's what I think. Like, so here's here's like here's my list of people I hate right now, and just listening to y'all. I hate no, the don't, white do, don't do that, don't do that. Because we, we're doing a show. No, don't do it, don't do it. We're doing a whole show, a fuck you show. Okay, but still, let me let me just do this, right? So, so, um, so I hate the white teacher. We who are. In, I, I hate the white teacher who drives into the city for her job and then takes her paycheck and drives back out of the city where her kid is going to suburban school, but will show up, will drive in for the rallies to stop other people from having school choices. That that's number one person I hate. I hate you, Karen. Ed Karen's. Um, so anyways, then I hate the the activist on the ground who has no kids who's out there activating with a bullhorn talking about no, no choice. Shouldn't have charters, you know, charters stealing, blah, 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 blah. Then I hate my bougie people who would never put their kids in the schools you just described, Charles. They will work in the system all day, all night long. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're in Danville or somewhere else. They're not in Oakland. Mm -hmm. Right. And even if they are in Oakland, they're not doing what you did. Right. Uh, um, Or what your options were necessarily. Right. right? Um, so So I hate them, too. Right. I can keep going. Like I have a whole bunch of this. Like, like, like I hate the journalists. I hate the journalists who are too stupid to be writing stories. So they write dumb headlines and they write dumb stories. I hate them. Right. And I hate the parent, the parent who is dumb enough to put their kid in a jacked up ass school. And I'm I'm not going to stand in their way, but then they want to stand in the way of my choice, what I want to do with my kids. Right. Stay out of my business. I'll stay out of your business. And let's just call it a, you know, let's just call it a draw. Let's call it Demetrius. There's nothing wrong with Danville. I used to drive through there all the time. Nothing wrong with Danville. I don't even know what Danville's like now. I haven't seen Danville since 87. It's still Danville. I haven't seen it since 87. It might be like Beverly Hills for all I know now. Um, so I don't know. I, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know, Demetrius. I see you in the comments. I do not know. But let's answer his question, though, right? Because I, I think this is where other parents that's not in our work get tripped up, right? Nothing's wrong with Danville. The point that he's making is they live in Danville and they come into Oakland and tell Oakland parents what to do with their kids, but yet they send their kids there to school in Danville. Or guess what? They don't even live in Danville. They live in Oakland, but they know some people. And then they send their kids out to that way. And when my mother tried to get me into Berkeley High, and we didn't get that interdistrict transfer when she tried to do it the right legal way, right? She was threatened with jail time if mm. she got caught using another address. Like, so if we in this BLM moment, y'all. I just want to ask you, fellas. We 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 finally banging on police unions. We finally talking about what they've been doing to us systemically for so long and so and, and so often. Now, what you look like telling me to march inside of a police station and like send my kid there every single day that wants to cause me harm. If I got schools where two and three and five percent of black kids are reading. Right. Why would you make me want to have to. Why do I got to sacrifice my kid to that? It, you know, if y'all was taking 10 rich people and putting them into that into that same school and using your power and your privilege to change it, then we might have a different conversation. But what you're really saying is keep your fucking kid down at the bottom of that hill and don't come up to the top of this hill where my traditional school is actually competing with the private school around the corner because we both blue ribbon schools. Mm-hmm. Blue River Schools is the highest accolades that a school can get in the country and is recognized for what it does. And guess what? Oakland got some Blue Ribbon Schools. Now go look them up and see who get to go to those schools. 
And the people in those schools will will walk around with the attitude. Tell me if this is right or wrong, Charles, about Oakland. Some of those people in those better schools will walk around with the idea of, well, those people down the hill would be better off if we just let a, a couple of them integrate with us. Right. Mm-hmm. Like like that. That's my the height of being a good person is to be against charters and to let a few of those folks integrate into our school and be next Man. to our beautiful children. Right. Right. Man. Man, I mean, it, it's even worse than that, Chris. It ain't even we're going to let a few in. We're going to cherry pick the ones that we want to get in that already don't need us. That's right. The kids that's going to be OK without us. That's you know right. what I mean? Like Jaden, the kid that I had on y'all that lives in Oakland and his aunt li- and his granny lives out in the burbs. But he goes to Emory High and he's from North Oakland. He's one of those kids that they pick. Right. Because y'all y'all have met and talked to Jaden. Jaden don't need that school. Right. They'll let him in because he makes that school look better. It's the same thing with Trump folks, right? It's like, it's black people at these rallies, not to get other black people, but it's to make the white people not feel racist for being at a Trump rally. Mm-hmm. That's why some of these people want your kids in their school. Man, take me off that. Go ahead, Ray. Y'all, y'all got this. Listen, when you look at it, and, and we, we've talked about this before, how many, you know, if you're a teacher, in a public school system, you are more likely to put your child in a private school than than any other parent. And when you're in places like Philly, X. when you're in Philly and, and I see you and I see you at the at the uh, school board meeting talking about don't turn around that school. This this one sister, she she called me out the other day. She's like, yeah, I see some of y'all in this webinar that that be down there talk, trying to turn around schools. I'm like. You need to turn around because that mm. school has been terrible. You coming up here talking trash about not doing anything about it. That to me is ridiculous. Right. You're more likely. And, and that's always just been my question. I was on a panel with a with a state senator. He's been around forever. Most of his check comes from the union, you know, the donation. And he up there. Well, I went to I went to public school. I'm like, bro, you went to Central High School. The district is 60 something percent black. Central, they don't have those kind of numbers. That's a magnet school. They block from the beginning and say, no, you're not eligible to come to this school. That's where you went. So stop. You know, they'll they'll take that. And if you have to ask them and probe them differently, like not just what school, because they'll say I went to public school, but the magnets are more private than the private schools are around the corner. Right. And so over and over and over again, you see this, you know, this this fakeness, this, you know, this this stuff about I'm I'm against choice except when it comes to my child. Right. And mm-hmm. so they'll be on panels. They'll, they'll stand in front of these these uh, podiums talking all of this stuff. And again, I'm like, cool. I don't care where you send your kid to like all power to you. I want great options for everybody. But stop bringing all this energy against parents who are saying like, hey, you know what? This has been bad for three generations of my family. I need something else. That like I just stop with the ridiculousness, right? It's, it's not even it's not even hypocrisy. It is it is downright evil, in my opinion. It's downright I don't, evil. I don't even mind it. I don't mind it when the other people do it because like when the other people do it, it's it's in their best interest to do that. This is like racial war. So they so that we never should expect that they're gonna do something that's not again in their interests. Like I'm more pissed off when our own people are ignorant and say ignorant things. And 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 participate on 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 it. Then the other the other team, the other team is going to do what's in their best interest, and it's in but, their best interest to keep us like locked up in their jacked up ass schools and talking about why don't we just make all the schools better? Why don't you just stay there and we'll make the schools better? Really? Since when? when when's that coming? When's well, the that folks I talked about are, are black, so they is them. That's my exactly point. Yeah, yeah, those are ones. They're, I should. I'm moving them up my hate list. They go to number one with a bullet. Yeah, oh yeah. They go. God. They go up to number one. They with do a bullet with a bullet. They go up to, to the, number one. Oh they up the charts. Uh, like a like a, a not a. Oh my gosh. Oh, bro. Here's, here's, here's oh, the thing, none, none of the four of us care. Like, none of the four right. of us care where you t- take putting your kids, right? None of us are saying, put your kid here, put your kid there. All four of us support people that go to traditional schools. I've only gone to traditional schools. That's it. But when you lie and you say, well, charters are the reason for X and charters are the reasons for Y, I went to school in Oakland before charters were even a big thing there. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, like y'all always trying to find other people to blame. You look at everybody except for blaming your fucking self. And here's the thing, right? Like, I've said this in my meetings. Blame me. 
<laughs> blame me because we need we've been talking about who to blame for so long because nobody wants to get in and fix it because nobody wants to be held accountable well we all we all got blood on our hands because we allowing schools that got two percent black reading levels to actually stand when they should have been burnt to the fucking ground that's what should have happened go into a white neighborhood go into a white neighborhood and say from here on out only two out of ten of your kids gonna be able to read and watch pitchforks and fires and shit come up on your line right after you do it. Ban- Let's bang on these people the same way we banging on cops. Yeah, there you go. Hey, there you so, go. It's the so, same people. So, it's the same people. So <laughs> I love that's, this that's, a, that's a lot of times a husband-wife duo, bro. Yeah, I was about to say, it's that's the one-two punch of white supremacy with a few Negroes like in there doing the menstrual thing, but yeah. And yeah, I'm going to keep supporting traditional oh public God. schools. I'm going to keep being in there. That's the thing. I feel like I can say this because I put my money into those schools. I put a program into the school that I went to that wasn't even a part of my grant, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to hear that shit. I spend my time in there. I worked in the district. I there love those kids and those families. I'm not faithful to a district, a system, charter, traditional, private, whatever. Fuck mm-hmm. your system. Like, mm-hmm. if you care about mm-hmm. people first, mm-hmm. we ain't even argued about this shit. Who's hurting people and who's helping people? <laughs> Yo, hey, listen. Hey, bunch of t-shirts hey, tonight. Hey, hey, all, all they need is more money. I don't, I don't even know why y'all acting this way. All they need is more money and, and to integrate. That's and all they yeah. need. More money and to integrate hey, and, hey. you know, some new books, maybe, you know, nothing about no, teaching or learning. Put my foot down. So go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I'm put sorry. My foot down. Ahead. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Put That's down. your foot. <laughs> all right. So, so, so we got, we got a, hey, but hey, listen, hey, for the first half of the show, I'm telling y'all right now, hey, listen, this shit should be syndicated, man. Y'all really brought it. I really appreciate the energy that y'all bringing tonight. Welcome back, Big Reef. All right, but we got uh, a, a part two of our show. We got uh, the Ooh. Rachel Dolezal uh, 2.0. Oh, come on, man. Damn so it. listen, I want to set this Don't up. Don't talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. I want to set this up people. real nice. I wanna, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, hey, I'm setting this up real nice. I'm making, I'm making a call right now. I'm making a call. I'm making a call. You make setting a call, Setting this up man. nice. What's, what's the call? Who you calling? Yeah. I don't, I, I'm, I don't even know. Uh, hello? Hey, can you hear us? Yes. All right. So, so I got Doc Locks on the phone, and she actually got her PhD out of uh, GW, right? So, so set this up for us. Like, what, 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 what happened at your school? Hello. Are you really? Are you kidding me right now? Like, you? <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What happened at your school? Live. Well, oh, there's like a delay or lag I or mean, something. <laughs> no, she has to turn her. Uh, like, I think there is a delay. Oh yeah, no! If she's listening, if she's trying to listen on the on TV, you got to turn your, your 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 computer down and just listen on your phone or wherever you're talking through. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. All right, it's done. All right. So, so what happened at your school? I mean, like, I don't like the way you set this up, right? Like, you, you acting like I did it, right? <laughs> And I did it, but it appears that this Jewish chick lied, misrepresented, thought she was ugly, and thought she would be better as a black Latino woman. So she faked the fuck, right? And um, like it pisses me off because I can't go anywhere and be like, hey, y'all, I'm white. Nobody will believe me. Nobody. I don't know if it's a lot. I don't know if it's my brown skin. I don't know what it is, but the white people would not believe or accept me if I came up to them and be like, oh, no, I identify as white, right? But but she got to do it. And she's written books about it. She's got articles on it. And she's even somewhere teaching salsa like she Latino for real. <laughs> hey, so 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 you used to work in the office of the president. What were you did you did you call did you call the school? I did. I called. I wrote letters. Um, I sent emails because this is a fraud, right? Like, you know, every department has to send in information about how many minorities they have in that department. And she is a lie. She checked a whole lot of boxes and she is a lie in every box, right? So isn't that a fraud? Isn't that what we call fraudulent activity? Hey, but, but, but so, so she comes from a, a, a race population, right? She's Jewish. So like they've been persecuted. Why, why do you think she couldn't, she couldn't hang on that thread? I'm about to hang up the phone. What do you mean? <laughs> so, and that's another part of it because 
the the joke is GW is called Jew W. So like if you're Jewish, you kind of have a privilege at at the institution. Um, it is where people go when they can't get into Harvard, when they can't get into Yale. I don't know why. I think it's mental illness. I think she doesn't like herself as a white Jewish woman. Um, I will admit, I think black women and Latino women have this flavor and we have more fun. It doesn't matter if we're PhD. Well, it doesn't matter if we're BBS, JD, whatever. We have fun, right? So we go to work, we work hard, but we also have a lot of fun. And if you ever see us out at brunch or whatever, we are having fun. We're dressed to the nines, but we're having fun, right? And I think she just wanted to be a part of that fun and it went too far. Okay. So I'm trying to give her the benefit of doubt. You say yeah. to, all right, so so what, what's your recommendation to the university? Fire her. Terminate her. If okay. she was a, if she, so if she was a black if she was if she was black and 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 let's say she could pass she was fair skinned black and she could pass as white and then she was outed as being black what do you think would happen to her? She would have been gone yesterday. It would have been no sabbatical. It would <laughs> the president and all of the board would have been like we're sorry. You know. Ray's uh, connection is janky tonight, but that was Doc Locks on the phone. And I think we got, they might come back. Um, yeah. They might come. I, we're just going to go ahead and just continue the conversation. I'm here. Go ahead. Hey, so, 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 I'm here. Yeah. So, 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 so tomorrow we're talking, we talk, we talking critical race theory. Uh, me and uh, Doc Locks, because that's your specialty, right? Part of it, yeah. I appreciate you, sis. <laughs> All right, so we're going to continue this conversation. Thank you for coming on and setting it up for us. I appreciate you. All right, bye-bye. All right, Good man. job tonight, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Rachel Part 2, how y'all feel, man? What, what, what's happening? Chris, you put, it in, you put it in Slack, man, so you kick it off. I'm not. No. No, no, no. You do this all the time. You do this all the time. I, I got you. you I got throw, you. You I can got throw you. up shit that don't I'm need to be. You know, yeah. Like, listen. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, Charles. Say what you're gonna say. Say what you're gonna say. I think. I think this is different than a Rachel Dolezal piece. I, I think, and I, it is very well documented how I feel about Rachel Dolezal. It is very well documented how I feel about Sean King. Uh, I think that they have redeeming factors and actually can be helpful. I think that they just got to stop pretending to be black. And I think Sean King got to stop being a fucking vulture. Um, that's that. I think with this lady, I think it's a little bit more devious. I think she watched them. I think she watched Rachel Dolezal. And I think that then nobody out her. She outed herself. Like she, she like came out and like is doing this press run. So I actually didn't even want to like talk about it. Right. Because I think it's part of her plan. She wants to be like, trending like you know whether you hate me or you love me as long as you say my name I can monetize it right and I can do something with it but I think that this lady set this up she outed herself and she already had shit ready to go that she wrote up and that she want to talk about you know what I'm saying so in my mind I don't know her name I won't commit it to memory I won't talk about her moving forward and she can trip on the fucking rock for all I care live your life and it is what it is I'm more worried about these black babies that can't read I just wonder about the yeah, heat reef. <laughs> the heat. heat from who? <laughs> I mean, just like heat from who? I mean, this is people are outraged about these type of things as if it was like a nation of black students not knowing how to read, like Charles just said, right? Like the outrage fire, the outrage fire on this one. And this is where it's complicated for me. It's real complex. Charles and I have had this conversation a lot going mm -hmm. back to Rachel, like like for years, like with Rachel. And I I interviewed Rachel Dolezal a few years ago um, after all that stuff was going on. Cause I was just fascinated about how people put their identity together. And this is what I will tell you just a, a couple of things. I don't have anything like decisive to say about this. Cause I'm kind of in the middle, but there is a reason why people do everything right. Like I believe that there is a psychological reason behind nothing is just as random as it seems or weird as it seems um, when you know why people do what they do. So whenever you see somebody do something that seems really out there, probably think that like where there's smoke, there's fire. There's something else. Like if you really dug in, you would know more about like what's going on with it. But the other thing is we have people creating identities for themselves all the time that aren't necessarily the identity that God gave them. And, and identity to me is very important and very personal. Now, I'm saying you could just wake up one morning and decide that you're black when you're not. 
but I think it's complicated. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I think it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Chris, I know you fighting it. You better hold it in. You better hold it in. I'm not doing it with you. I will leave this fucking episode. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. He does that shit. I'm out. He wants to ask this so bad to the people listening. So bad. No, I don't. It's gonna have to be a Patreon show. You you know what? We will do a special Patreon show where you can ask that question, Chris, because ain't nobody here. On that ride. All I'm going to say is there's a reason that people do what they do, and we should accept people for their identities, but it does get a little complicated when people decide that they black all of a sudden overnight. But you know, people decide they're a lot of things overnight. So I'm just that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so what's the rest of this conversation? I, <laughs> I think brief is lost. But uh, I mean, you know what? The one thing is, I, I, I'm like Chris, I, I just don't get, and and Cole, you said the same thing. Like, there's a whole lot of things that's, uh, you know, whatever she did. I mean, I do, re- I do understand the ire because when she's using these kind of spaces, she's taking up uh, another person's space. But I don't have confidence that even if she didn't, <laughs> that you know, there would be a. Uh, authentic black woman in that position anyway, right? Like these institutions aren't, you know, they're not tripping over themselves to put tons and tons of, of, of black and brown uh, men and women in these positions. So, um, so I, I think it would still be reserved for another white person, you know? I, I, so it happened, it happened. I just wonder was somebody about to out her, you know, is that why she had all this? The comments. That's what they were saying in the comments. I just yeah. don't, I, I don't I, I'm giving just, it no energy. Yeah, I mean, I I don't even again. I I don't know her name. I saw I saw the the media piece on it. I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know. And folks want to you know want to want to uh, pass the opposite way, you know. Like, mm, all right, like that's that's what you want to do. But I, I think there's so many things that we have to we have to worry about and fight for and. <laughs> Her alone is not going to address because some of this colleges won't be held accountable for their diversity rates and their professors. Right. Like at the end of this, that's not what's going to come about. Right. And so it'll be all of this and paying attention to this. Let's address the root cause of of a lot of our frustration is the lack of diversity, the lack of caring to be diverse. You know, it's just like, as y'all said earlier, with the school districts, you know, they just want a, 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 a colorful website. They're not really interested in addressing the, the racism that's that's deeply in it. Um, I don't think that's what makes people mad about this, though, Sharif. The thing I think that makes not. people mad, this is what makes people mad. What makes people mad is that they're passable. And people feel tricked. If they weren't passable, if they weren't passable, and we know this from all different kinds of psych- mm. psychology, if they weren't passable, it would be less of a problem, right? But people feel duped because they are passable. Like, Rachel, like, it would have been hard to, to say that she didn't look like she was biracial or something, the way she had everything going on, right? Um, I think people were mad about it, you know? And in this case, I looked at the the woman even after they told me that she's Jewish. I looked at her and still thought, well, damn, she still I get how she was able to pull that off. Like looking at her, she kind of, you know, I was able to see it. He's <laughs> like, I, I was able to see it. It was. I was it was able, but, at, but at the end of the day, if, if we're mad, if we're mad that she lied, let's be mad about all the lies. <laughs> you know, like, hey, this place is going to be good for black kids or, hey, come to this, uh, you know, this school and this will be good for black children. Right. Like it's so much stuff going but on. But you can't get people to understand that part, like the education part. You could get people mad that Adele had some corn rolls. You could get people mad that yeah. like cultural appropriation left and right. Yeah. And people will talk about it for four, five, she six, seven, eight. Like, don't I don't, say nothing bad about I mean, Adele. I just, I don't, I don't, don't care say nothing bad about Adele. I don't no, care no, no, if Adele no, had cornrows. Like, like, why? Why do people Stop care it. she has cornrows? I don't care. I, I was there gonna ask you, say, it would have been disrespectful if Adele didn't do that. Like, that's actually part of that culture when you go there, right? Like, they actually want everybody to kind of, if they're gonna partake, to partake in oh, it wait, fully. Wait, wait, wait. But some of this, some of these cold. Some of the, uh, this is what I mean by like the, the fake wokeness situation. No, no, I, I get it. I, but I'm, I, but this is the part. Like, if you get, I didn't even know Adele had cornrows. But if we did. 
Listen, we got black folks with straightened hair talking about should they mad at a white lady with cornrow? Like some of this, I, 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 I don't understand. I don't understand. What was what? Hey, Reef, what, what are you doing? I'm confused. No, I'm no, trying no, no. to get. I'm no, trying to. We're gonna, we got to put the spotlight on you. I'm trying to see. You gonna take all this? You gonna take all this heat from these black women in this audience? Bring it, bring Woo. it. All I need Woo. with the, the heat, frame, with the heat, mm. answer my damn question. <laughs> Thank you. Know you. I mean? That's all. Bring the heat. I, I'm just curious. Oh, you didn't did something. You did too much. <laughs> you hey, did I, too I, much. I don't care. Why do we care <laughs> about what Adele like? <laughs> Listen, there you go. Here's the thing. I would Yo, let me wait, no, no, wait, 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 before that. you before you before you go in before you go in. Reef, name one Adele song. One. Hello. Boom. It's me. No, no. I've been wondering something, something. And I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear Sharif El Meki with an overbroke shirt on. Adele. I never wanted to have that image ever in my life. No, but uh, stop coming I'm for Adele because I because I understand those feelings, right? Because I got an issue with. I have an issue with what Rachel Dolezal did. I got an issue with what this other chick did. I got an issue with Sean King. I think part of it is this, right? It's hard to get in certain spaces. It's already difficult enough, and. This just happened with a Shanti song. It's on. It's going viral right now. A white girl just stole her song and is like making money off of it on TikTok, right? And it's like, it like she's allowed to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like this woman got to go and do a whole bunch of stuff and fight for her stuff. Like when you feel like you already fighting for scraps and other people that got fucking steaks handed to, to them on a platter and they want to steal your scraps too, it feels offensive. There's an issue with that. I think the Adele thing is different because it's a different culture that we didn't understand as black Americans. But in that culture, they actually were like, no, you're going to dress up. You're going to put on everything we got on or you're not going to be able to participate. But I think that's part of it. But I do agree because I'm not getting into a cornrows versus straight hair. You do what you want to do with your hair, women. I have no issue with that. That's all re- See, this is what you do. No, 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 no. We all about women looking I, beautiful, man. I, I did Listen, I did not say that. I'm saying to do that and then bring all this heat. I didn't say, hey, stop straightening your hair. Like, I again, I don't care. You but know, this, I'm just fascinated by like all of the. Oh, that's a different know? kind of, but that's a different kind of. I don't care energy than the. I don't care about what school you go to. I don't care about what system you in. All I care about is black kids learning. Like Reef, I don't know what you're doing right now, yo. But you're shooting yourself in the foot. No, don't. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No. Well, I may have. I may have shot you in the foot. I ain't right. shooting myself. Nah, <laughs> right. Lines line have definitely been drawn. Here's what I do know, and I'll end it on this. We can all agree. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean King should go. Here's the thing, right? And I think yeah, <laughs> I no, 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 yo, because you just sliding. The, you, it's like a sneak this. Why what? should Sean King go? Oh, I told you why. I, listen, I wrote a manifesto and named him <laughs> in, the, in it. Like yeah, I know. actually brought the smoke breaks. Listen, I think Sean. This is why I'm upset with Sean King because I think Sean King is actually talented. I think yeah. Sean King and Rachel Dolezal actually had add value, and they could do it as themselves. I'm not even more mad at Sean King faking the funk about being black, though. What I'm more mad at him about is Chadwick Boseman wasn't dead for three hours, and this cat sent emails to everybody that follows him. You. Using Chadwick's death for you to pre-order his book that ain't got nothing to do with Chadwick Boseman. And he's Something done this happened about that times. too, right? That's just in poor taste. That's all. I don't care if, listen, I, listen, man, I'm going to tell you something. The white boys that I grew up with, the Asian boys that I grew up with, them ain't cash you want problems with. I'm going to just keep it a band with you. People that actually are in a different race that grew up in my culture like that, you really don't want to play games with because they've had to prove themselves so long. And that's why when you, meet a, when you meet a black dude that is kind of sold out and kind of going to the other side, you kind of don't want to mess with him either because he's done so much stuff. To be a to be accepted by them white people, even though he never will be. You know what I'm saying? That ever, ever. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's what the issue is with Sean King is that he actually could be, be be doing a lot for this movement and for us, but it comes down to him being selfish and it being about him. And I don't fuck with him. Yeah. Hey, that's what's up. Hey, so listen, listen up. We're gonna take a, a quick commercial break, even though we could get paid. We, to do com- we can we can get paid to do commercials and whatnot, but we don't we don't torture y'all like that. We've given you 78 episodes of pure funk, no commercials. But right now, if you could do the heart, the thumbs up, share, 
show your appreciation to us the way that we come show our appreciation to you every week. We would gratefully appreciate it. We need to see some more uh, smiles and, and all that stuff. Anyways, um, thank you for all that you do in terms of listening to us. We know that this conversation could have taken a whole lot of different turns, but... It uh, did. What do you mean, could have? <laughs> <laughs> even, 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 even more than what it did, though. <laughs> hey, and so, and just so y'all know, this is a show... Well, I'm going to speak for me. I represent for the black women every, all day, every day. Matter of fact, just did a show uh, uh, supporting black women in the, in the workplace. We're giving y'all strategies as to what y'all can do uh, when, you, when you're faced with discrimination. And uh, we got an upcoming show. I should have did this in the closing thoughts, but I did. Whatever. Um, an upcoming show on uh, the toxicity between black women and black women in the workplace. That should be coming out soon, too, because that's something that we don't ever talk about. I'm done. Mm. That was your commercial. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna like sell some conch or some 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 like some chinchillas or something. You know. I'd like to thank our yeah. I'd like to thank our sponsor, the American Chinchilla Society. Um, anyways, what are we doing, man? Are we wrapping? Are we doing our final thoughts right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it on. Um, we're gonna start with uh, you, Breezy. Oh, you always do that. Anyways, it's been a great show. This will give me like great, like I love the energy of this show. Dirk said, does your district have a uterus? Meaning these are our kids. Your school district does not own our kids. I thought that was amazing. Charles had two or three T-shirts in him today. I'm not going to repeat him because he had potty mouth today. Uh, real bad, real bad. He had like you made me have potty mouth. Book. You asked. Yeah, like an epic case of it. And this last thing that we just talked about, I think is really interesting and important on an intellectual level. Uh, I think we could have a longer, big conversation on some other platform, just about identity, how identities are formed, um, the politics of outrage. Because like right now, I, I saw something on YouTube today. It was a day in the life of Kylie Jenner. And my, my daughter had... Her, her YouTube up. So, you know, when they take over your YouTube, it's all the videos that they've seen and whatnot. And there was one on there that was was like a day in the life of Ky Kylie Jenner. And it had 47 million views. And I was like, 47 million views. And we can't get eight people to care about the fact that American classrooms are diminishing the black mind and foreclosing on the black future. God damn, we need Kyle Jenner or Kylie Jenner or somebody to tell us what the secret sauce is because 48 million views wanted. That's how many people wanted to see a day in the life of Kylie Jenner. And I can guarantee you that's, that's an equal number of people that want to know why Adele was wearing cornrows or who will be mad in two days from now when Ariana Grande or somebody does something like black fishing online. But the root even the grill, our black press, our black media, many of our black journalists or whatnot can't be bothered with the fact that 8 million black children are walking into classrooms every day that are poisoning their minds, jacking them up, taking their future away from them, putting them on the path for welfare in prison. But I mean, damn, did you hear Sean King did something bad this week? You probably did. Um, you heard all the other news that's been going on, except for the killing of our kids and their brains. Anyways, that's my final thought. That's what's Big up. Reef, welcome back, bro. Let's get some <laughs> some heat from Big Reef. No, I mean I don't know how much heat I have, but I I, I really agree with you know Chris. I I just think so. There's so many distractions out here, and 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 we fall for it. And you know, like I and so I know sometimes y'all tease me because I, I you know sometimes I just don't know what the hell y'all talking about. And you know what? It is blissful. Like I'm glad I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, um, I like it's just like I I don't have the capacity, right? Like, and I, and it's not I'm not I don't, I don't want people to think that oh I'm not understanding you know appropriation of culture and stuff like that. And some of it is like you know at the end of the day, what is most important for the eight million black children, right? And like, and how do we make sure that we're preparing them? to fight for their self-determination, like whatever that is, if it's making sure that so-and-so doesn't look this way or doesn't look that way or doesn't take this song or doesn't, like I get all of that, but at the end of the day, you can't have self-determination if you're illiterate. 
And right now we have far too many folks of our of our generation and the generation after who are not on the path to self-determination because they're not on the path to literacy. Like at the end of the day, that's what gets my blood boiling. Not what Adele, how she wears her hair, wears her hair. I don't I, I don't care. I don't care. That's what's up. All right, uh, Dr. Cole. All right, man. So I'm going to use this uh, because the hands be working, man. All of us kind of do. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of the things that I've been honored and blessed to do, it's not live till Tuesday, uh, but I'm in li- I've been helped. Yeah, I'm able to start this fund with, with some folks in Oakland where we're giving out $100,000 in mini grants directly to the community is something that I dreamed about, something that I prayed about. I think in moments like this, our best asset is our people, the people that's going through it, that's dealing with stuff. And so I wanted to um, make sure that folks were aware of that. Um, it's not live yet. You can go to energyconverters.org. I have not made the application FAQ live yet, so you can go check that out. But Tuesday, if you live in Oakland and you are a family, whatever you're doing around literacy in your home, sign up for it. Um, and you may be able to get a grant with anywhere between $500 and $5,000. I'm trying to raise more money for it. Um, but this is something I wanted to do in a place that raised me. Uh, and I don't care if you had a, a traditional parent, a charter parent, a private parent. I don't care. Uh, as long as you're in Oakland or your kid goes to school in Oakland, any type of school, um, we'll listen and look at the application and we'll go from there. So um, just wanted to share some of the work we were doing. I'm brand new to this, some of this stuff, but... You know, it means a lot to me. So thank y'all for giving me the space to just talk about that briefly. Yeah. Yo, bro, I, I would definitely be interested in looking at um, the post research on uh, on on how it has helped families, on how how the money has helped families in terms of uh, growing literacy for, for for black kids in Oakland. Man, that, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, shout out to you. Um, so mm-hmm. this my close. It, it deserves of- more than that. It deserves yeah. more than that. Just stop okay. for a second. Yeah. Cole, how much did you say you're giving away? A hundred thousand dollars. And how much do I get? <laughs> oh, I'm, man, just you don't put this back on me, man. I'm just I'm joking, Wait, bro. That, that's a big number. That's a, that's a nice that's number. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Taking money from here and Absolutely. putting it there right into the hands where it needs to be without a bunch of middlemen, without a bunch of like middle class people in the middle taking some of it. That's amazing. Absolutely. This is you are doing amazing work, bro. Like you are a gift to your city. Your city should be smiling on your ass because they put you through bad schools and you came back and gave a hundred thousand dollars to people. Love I still love it. And, and listen, still I love those bad schools, right? Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. mix up. Oh, yeah. The tradition of the school. With thinking that you're a good school. Those, those are two right. separate things. Your city That's loves you, bro. They should love you because you're doing big mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I love you're doing big things. I'm mm-hmm. doing big things. Hey, so 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 here, here's here's what I want to do. So uh the Bright Beam Network, you guys just did a uh a town hall. Mm-hmm. And that town hall was uh was featured on Revolt. Revolt TV. Man, hey, wait, hold up. Let me put the screen back. Let me get you back in here, Breezy. Talk mm-hmm. about that, man. I mean, we did this great town hall with a mix of people who don't all agree with each other. Black folks coming from different organizing traditions, uh, working on the um, working on multiple issues, looking for a child justice agenda and working together, education, housing, uh, economics, everything else. And uh, yeah, I got picked up by Revolt TV. I was very happy about it. I was like, Revolt TV has us on it. I can just, I could quit now. <laughs> I'm done. I'm retiring y'all. That's it. That's yeah. everything. Yeah. I made no it now. So I don't need y'all anymore. So now it's six black hands. And, <laughs> and Chris. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome Chris and the six black hands. There you go. There you go. Ain't nobody trying to see you, Otis. <laughs> and listen. All right. So, yo, so that's amazing energy. Hey, if you're in the comments, man, let us know if you if you want to see uh, uh, eight black hands uh, uh, town hall. I think that would be amazing to do an eight black hands town hall. So, um, you guys have been listening to. Oh wait, my closing thoughts. Well, no, I kind of did the commercial, so I don't want to like. Yeah, I don't want to overstep. All right, so shout out to shout out to everybody that's that's, that's on this pod, man, doing amazing <laughs> things. Uh, we 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 bring it to you every week. Uh, each one of us has our own individual talents and our own individual skill sets, and uh, and we let that manifest through our work. Hopefully, um, you know you're 
you're uh, you're viewing everything that we're doing individually as well as everything that we're doing collectively. And um, I want to shout. I do want to give one last shout out though. I want to shout out to uh, to uh, Doctor Smith AOS Podcast because he came on my show recently and he shot his shot. He shot his shot. I want to say he shot a shot three times at another person that's in the comments right now that just commented. Uh, I don't want to call her out. I don't want to. Put, I don't want to put her on blast. But he did shoot his shot. He shot a shot and it went. And I think it went in. So shout out to Doctor Smith for coming up in here and shooting his shot. And uh, and yeah, and so I'm, I'm not the, sure I know exactly what that means, but it feels wildly inappropriate. You just gonna get up to the four five thousand people that's gonna listen to this show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you come, hey, you come on, you come on our show. You shoot your shot. Shit. Hey, hey, listen. One hundred percent of the shots that you don't take will never go in. Will you shoot? you close us out? How do we end it? Can we? How, can is there a button I can push right now? Make it stop. Make it stop. Lord Jesus, make it stop. Hey, you have been hey, But seriously, yo, thank you all so much for listening. It will help us out so so much if you share this and not just share, but like put like a small comment and let your people know why they need to be listening to this. We have grown so much, and it's all because of you all. Like, there's no money behind this. It's just us. Us and, and we've built this community, so help us expand it uh, and, and help bring some more people to listen you know to the Ann's podcast. I do got to say one last thing because um, Toya is giving me some of our most dedicated listeners are giving me a hard time in the comments right now. So Toya says, remind everybody that the girls took over and she said, girls, I didn't say girls. She said, give your girls some credit for running the book club. Saturday, we had a book club. Apparently, I thought we were done with the book club. You announced it. He definitely but, over. <laughs> but but apparently we were having it still. So um so Toya and and uh and Maya and others actually ran the book club um about black males, right? We're reading a book called Man Not about black males, which no black males showed up for the book club. I showed up, um, brother. You showed up once. This is I once. Did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, and, and see, now mine's coming at me with women. I'm just saying, I was reading what Toya said. I, you know, Toya said, give your girls some credit. Anyways, I just wanted to say, the people who watch this show are amazing. They tell other people about us. They they do work with us. It's like a community. This isn't like us and listeners. They actually have built community around it. We have another uh, Facebook group, if people don't know, where a lot of the information goes down and we don't run it. Um, Toya runs it and, and, um, and very dedicated people in this community run it. So thank you, Toya. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. All love, man. Thank you guys for coming through, kicking it with us, man. We appreciate yeah, y'all. Appreciate we love y'all. y'all. Uh, we'll, we'll check y'all next week. Welcome back, Reef. Uh, episode 78. Welcome Peace. back, brother. 78. Good yeah. stuff. You have been listening to the Eight Black Hands podcast with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at 8BlackHands1. Thank you for listening.